award-winning Tennessee Wildcast is on the air with the latest on hunting, fishing, boating, wildlife watching, and all things outdoors. Make welcome your host, drummer and outdoor expert novice, Jason Harmon. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this edition of Tennessee Wildcast. We're glad you're tuning in. Thanks for watching and listening. we got a fun show for you today. Got Mr. Don King helping me deal the cards around the table today. Yes, sir, Jason. I'm excited to have my mentor in the house tonight. Yeah. Today. Today. Yeah, today. And uh, tonight. Yeah, and tonight and, and all day. Uh, Mr. Dave Woodward. Good morning. Hey, Jason. Hey, Don. Hey, good to have you, Dave. It's good to be here. Uh, it's, it's uh, yeah, Dave uh, kind of was your predecessor, right, Yeah, Don? that's right. That's right, Dave. Uh, well, we got, he's got a few stories to tell about how he came to the agency and, and some of the earlier work he did, but eventually he ended up as the, the chief of the I&E division, information and education, and uh, uh, did an awesome job, and, and I was lucky enough to follow him in that spot and uh, yeah. so anyway he's been my mentor here at the agency and uh, I think eventually whenever I do decide to retire he's definitely going to be my mentor as far as retirement goes because he's he's making the best I'll give of you that. a few cues he's, on that. he's doing awesome with that yeah, what to do after you retire that's good yeah well um, you know Dave's done a lot um, and uh, it's kind of a flashback show today, I guess. We'll yeah. talk about some of the things that you've gotten into and your progression through the agency and how things have changed since then. It's going to be a fun yeah. conversation. Yeah. I like your hat, Don. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Glad you brought that up, Jason. It's uh, uh, the Hiawassee Refuge hat, and uh, it, it celebrates that, the Sandhill Cranes. It's got a, an image of the Sandhill Crane for the listeners that are out there today, uh, not seeing this, but uh, it's got a, a nice image of a Sandhill Crane, and uh, they are going to be available at the Sandhill Crane Festival coming up uh, January 15, 16, Saturday, yep. Sunday, and uh, it's going to be a, a new... It's going to be a live event again. Finally, last last year it was uh, online, and mm-hmm. uh, and that you know that was as good as it could be. But uh, we are looking forward to seeing folks again at this festival coming up in January. And pick up a hat at the refuge, or I think you could go to shop dot go outdoors tennessee.com and get one as well. Yeah, yeah, a lot of opportunities there at that website to pick up a hat or come see us at the festival and pick up one there. Yes. Um, uh, like you said, we've got all kinds of fun stuff on our website, and uh, I forgot to say Merry Christmas. Oh yeah, I know everybody. Merry uh, Christmas. Merry Christmas, and uh, you know if you visit shop.goutdoorstennessee.com, there are ornaments there for your Christmas tree. Yeah, even though we might be uh, you know getting real close to Christmas today because yeah. today's Christmas, but. Um, <laughs> You know, you can still get you an ornament for next year yeah. or hang on the tree. So never, never hurts to plan ahead. My wife likes to do that. So, <laughs> but all kinds of fun stuff: koozies, hats, you know, buffs, uh, stickers, all, yep. all kinds of fun stuff. So check that out, Dave. Have you got you some from the store yet? I have not. Okay, we'll have to get you on there. full of ornaments. I'm sure my wife would love to. <laughs> Go shopping. Yeah. yeah. There you go. We'll, we'll give her the, the link. <laughs> yeah. Do that. You know, the FedEx and the uh, Amazon and uh, UPS don't pass our house. They, <laughs> they don't pass. They always they, stop, right? <laughs> if they go by, I run out there in the holler, and I say, you guys must have forgot. You know? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's good. Well, um, let's start off with just uh, learning a little bit about you, Dave. You um Go back to the beginning. How did well, you get the started into wildlife? I was born in Kansas, Lawrence, Kansas, <laughs> yeah, in 1949. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I grew up in Knoxville. I went to the University of Tennessee, 
And I graduated from there with a degree in forestry and wildlife, um, more heavily on forestry at the time, uh, in 1972. And then um, did a little forestry work just uh, with a local forester. But then one day, Ed Carter, our former director, left a little note on my door and said he, he had already gone to work for the uh, the game and the then game and fish commission and um said i there's an opening you might want to uh apply for at the at the commission and uh so i came over to nashville and interviewed and i uh, got the job so ed was my first uh, boss at all the right so i started to work in 1973 which was the game and fish commission then that was the last year uh-huh. of the game and fish commission so I, I actually went to work the last year and then in 74 it became the tennessee wildlife resources agency after it was reorganized and so i was uh, the first year of that agency um, and we Ed and I were what we call information and education representatives and we were just glorified uh, carnival workers um, <laughs> for a while because uh, what we did is we went around the state setting up wild animal exhibits at state fairs and there were probably about 10 fairs throughout the state in the summer and early fall that uh, would vie for our exhibit. And uh, so we, we didn't make all of those. I mean, we had different crews, but uh, Ed and I would travel around. We, we'd collect these little animals through the year. In the spring of the year, people would bring us little baby raccoons uh-huh. and uh, fawns and uh, possums and foxes and owls and hawks and just we had a bobcat we had a coyote we even had a bear wow, wow. there's a story about the bear but i won't get into it <laughs> that involves ed but and we would carry these around to the different state yeah. fairs and people would just clamor to, oh i bet to go through this exhibit so it was a very popular the the local fair boards would just lobby us all year long for, for, to be one of the fairs that we would show up at and uh so we did that for a couple of years, and then we slowly got out of the the wild animal business. It's we just realized that we weren't qualified really to <laughs> care for you know like a zoo. We weren't a zoo, and yeah, that's, I was going to ask really what it needs. Where which, do you keep those animals? Well, for a while, right behind the agency building here in Nashville, <clears throat> uh, we built some enclosures, okay. and we had a nature trail. And in the off season, we would put these animals in the enclosures. And people would walk through the the trail. Oh wow! And uh, usually, little uh, school groups mm-hmm. would bring in, and would educate them on the animals. It was a really good thing. But again, we weren't we weren't a zoo. We weren't uh, really set up to do that year right. round. So we farmed the animals out. There was a game farm up in East Tennessee at one time that kept a lot of animals, and uh, we transported them to the game farm i'm not sure what happened to them after that but uh some of them were released into the wild and Mm -hmm. um so it's funny how things change (laughs) and this was all pre-walter cook too wasn't it? oh yeah (laughs) wally would have had a heyday with us yeah Uh, he for for those listening he's the fellow that permitted or permits the uh all the all the folks that do educational programs and zoos and anybody who keeps a wild animal for any particular reason Mm -hmm. yeah and since then he's now he's and he's since uh recently retired so Yeah. yeah so after uh that little stint with the wild animals um 
we uh, we started the Hunter Education Program, and uh, so kind of kicked that off. That kind of Ed and I started that okay. uh, back in about 1975 or so. Uh, the NRA throughout the country set up the first. They called them Hunter Safety Programs, and okay. we expanded it to Hunter Education. Um, and Ed was the coordinator for just a little while, and then he went on to be. Um, an assistant regional manager in Region 2, so left me with the Hunter Education Program. So I was a statewide coordinator for that program until 1989. And um, then... You guys garnered a lot of awards and, I mean, national yeah, we stuff were, during we that, were the top that stint, a, too. agency for Hunter Ed uh, one year, and um, we certified uh, hundreds of thousands of students. And I've and, seen statistics, too, uh, where... Your your good work uh, over the years has really really helped uh, in hunting accidents and and just yeah, overall safety. I think so, and I I'll stop short of taking the credit. Uh, we had a just a large group of volunteer instructors throughout the state that yep. taught these programs, and the credit goes to them. They volunteered their time to teach. And we have hundred instructors in every county in the state, and our, our wildlife officers are all certified. I, I believe that's true still. They were back when I was working. Yes. Yep. And uh, so, they and get some the do more more uh, classes than others, but mm-hmm. but yeah, they're all certified. Yeah. And now with the online options, you know, it's uh, there's a lot of options out there to be certified and and and, yep. and learn the ropes and be safe out there. Right. It's funny you mentioned NRA. NRA's kind of come back around offering the free course now, you know. And, right. Uh, that's one of the top, I guess, top options on our website that people could take. One of the things that we resisted for so long, uh, I'm a, I don't know if I should admit this, but was the uh, online hunter ed courses, which are, I think are pretty prevalent now. Yeah. Uh, we just f- felt like people learned more if they were in the classroom. Right. But, uh, so we resisted. Uh, anything that uh, you know that didn't involve hands-on, but now I think uh, that's pretty common, and, mm-hmm. and it's really been successful. So these days, hats off to that. Yeah, these days a lot of things are just online. All 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 things are online these days. Man, yeah, yeah, the technology uh, is one thing that's surely changed since I left the agency. I just uh, back when we first went to work. Uh, I went to work back in the early 70s. They were shooting movies on 16-millimeter film. Right, right. And then it progressed. We thought we had really hit the jackpot when we went to videotape. Uh-huh. And I guess from videotape, it went to um, whatever that little – it looks like a cassette. I can't say – I want to say a DVD, but I guess it progressed yeah. to that. Yeah, DVD mini, tape, yeah, mini DV, and yeah. the cameras DVD, were a lot easier DVDs, to carry right. around for sure. And now, I mean, I, I couldn't even say. I mean, you guys are the ones that are at the cutting edge of that now. But uh, Yeah, all on an SD card now. Yeah, huh? yeah, SD card and in computers and, yeah. and online. So yeah. yeah. But I, I got through with the Hunter Ed. I didn't get through with it, but I uh, when the INE chief job came open in 1989, I – applied for it and I became the chief INE uh, from 89 and I retired in 2006 so I was chief for about 15 or 16 years yeah good long yeah. run there and had uh, you were you were really involved with the magazine at that point too weren't you Dave? yeah and when we first started um, when I first started the, the magazine was shared with um, 
the Tennessee Conservation uh, Department. Okay. And uh, we we co-sponsored that magazine, and then we took it over by ourselves, and uh, it had a good run. The Tennessee Wildlife Magazine, I guess, is still going. Still going. Uh, yeah, going strong. We had a had a good run with that. Well, um, Don's suiting up a guitar over here. Y'all. Oh, me. I know uh, y'all met, I guess, Don. Moved to Tennessee, uh, wanted to become a musician and touring artist, and he did that for a while. And yeah, yeah, about t- 20 years full-time doing that, and then uh, then ended up uh, over here with with uh, uh, Dave's invite. And uh, yeah. so, so anyway, we kind of melded the two. But anyway, uh, we got time for a, sure. for a quick song? Okay. Yeah, this is, uh, you we'll know. We'll do this, then we'll talk a little music after that. That sounds good, this. yeah. But, uh, this we'll has to this. do with... Uh, this has to do with our uh, state legislature, so. Our legislators passed it, it's a law in Tennessee. What we find on the highway is illegal now to eat. Deer, raccoon, and possum have all become fair game. It's an open season smorgasbord on every state highway. Well, we used to swerve to miss them, all but the grocery bills so high. We supplement our shopping out on the center line. Grandpa says it's the best thing since Roosevelt's New Deal. Cause it ain't like a handout No, it's more like meals on wheels They gave us the roadkill The roadkill bill Folks in Tennessee can get their fill It's given brand new meaning to The phrase hot off the grill Now that we have the roadkill bill Well, they laughed at us on Leno, and they tried to put us down. But when a buck will feed the family, look who's laughing now. This stuff is all free-ranging, it's organic to the bone. Just a little tar and gasoline, and it's ready to take home. Now we've got the roadkill, the roadkill bill. And folks in Tennessee can get their fill. It's given brand new meaning to the phrase hot off the grill. Now that we have the roadkill bill. So welcome, friends and neighbors from all across this land you know the more cars on the highway the better chance we stand so if you're driving after sundown don't forget to use your brights because we'll clean up behind you and eat like kings tonight yeah because we've got the roadkill the roadkill bill Folks in Tennessee can get their fill. It's given brand new meaning to the 
phrase hot off the grill Now that we have the roadkill bill Nice and easy now We got the roadkill, the roadkill bill Our next meal might be just over the hill It's given brand new meaning to the phrase hot off the grill Now that we have the roadkill bill And they say we'll have a bumper crop and we sure hope we will Now that we have the roadkill bill Everybody now Now that we have the roadkill yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's great. Jason uh, sings along with that one in the other band that I play oh. play with. So uh, the road crew does that one too. So. That's always a fun song. Uh, yeah, I know y'all couldn't leave that alone. Being in wildlife, uh, working in wildlife, and then that bill come out, it's like, no, we got to write a song about. Oh, that. it wrote itself. We <laughs> we wrote that in about. You've heard of songs that are written in about fifteen minutes, and and we actually had a, uh, two other writers on it. Uh, Brant Miller, uh-huh. who worked here as the agency's forester, yep, and former director Carter. He added a few in, lyrics in there. Add some lyrics into it. So that's uh, great. We've got. Uh, Got four writers on that one. Four and, uh, uh, yeah, it's those ASCAP checks are just coming in <laughs> by the droves. I'm telling you what, uh, I don't know what to do with all the money. It uh, may not pay the bills, but it's fun, right? Music's fun. Right. It's, um, all, it's all meant to entertain. And, and it's crazy that you know we are in Nashville, so I mean everybody in Nashville plays an instrument or sings or does something with music. Right. Most most everybody and. Uh, it's amazing the talent that we have in the agency as far as that goes. And, and that's right, yeah. You you just, you know, music's opened so many doors for me in my life, and I know mm-hmm. it has for you too, Jason, but uh, Dave and I became fast friends after, uh, I, uh, I guess I was introduced to Dave when um, Phil Tidwell was the I&E chief at the time, mm-hmm. happened to be in the place that I was playing at the... Quality Inn uh, Hotel downtown. <clears throat> Pardon me. But uh, anyway, he was there one night and heard heard some of the original songs, some, some music, and said, hey, would you be interested in doing some radio public service announcements for us? And I said, well, sure. So anyway, I came over, met with him, talked with him. And so we struck up a a relationship there to, to do some radio PSAs for, for many years, Uh Still doing them today, yeah. but uh, uh, through that I met Dave because Dave was working here then in Hunter Ed, I guess at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, so so we uh, we became fast friends, started writing songs together, and got to uh, attend a few ASCAP award ceremonies uh, yeah. because of our work, and and uh, so so yeah. that was uh, it was yeah, just the, kind of a natural thing. The first song that Don and I wrote that made that got on the charts uh, on Billboard, uh, a song called I've Got You to Come Home To. Uh, we wrote it late at night after one of Don's sessions at the Quality Inn, but anyway, that song peaked at number 16 on the chart and wow. we just thought man there's nothing to this business yeah <laughs> we're gonna take it by storm but uh it didn't turn out to be the case but uh had some other success and yeah yeah we sure did and uh have have 
still continued to, to write songs over the years. And, and so it was kind of a natural thing. Like you said, we just could not leave that subject matter alone when, no. uh, when the legislature passed that. And, you know, uh, I don't know if Dave knows this, but I know Georgia has played it. And there's another state out west, too, that implemented a, a roadkill bill. And they, they played it at their legislative oh, session really? okay. as well. I'm not sure so if I knew that or not. I think that might have been Colorado or some. Yeah. I'll have to check on that. But yeah. There's a lot of states now that have that uh, the roadkill uh, legislation. Uh, I don't know if we were the pace setters or not. But, uh, uh, I was trying to think of a quick comeback for that. It's not a, <laughs> we were on the cutting edge. Well, we were on the – we kind of – yeah, well, anyway. <laughs> the bumpers. Yeah, we, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, um, outside of music, Dave, what do you like to do now? As you, um, you retired. Uh, since I retired. Uh, things are slowing down, right? Or you slowed you down. Got your yeah, I'm taking it easy. Uh, it's like I, I liken retirement to uh, that very first uh, day when you get out of school, you know, in the summer. You know how free you feel, but... After a while, you 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 uh, need to have something to do. You yeah. can't just uh, go, you know, sleep late every morning and get up and do nothing. But I um, I was really interested in uh, watercolor painting. I always wanted to do that, and uh, my wife saw where they were teaching a, a course at one of the uh, rec centers. I think Williamson County Recreation Center had a class, and I just on a whim, went down and uh-huh. signed up for that class, and that was back in about 2006 or seven. and uh, I've, been, I've been with that class ever since, and I've, uh, so I really enjoy watercolor and, and color pencil, I do. I haven't gotten into oil painting, but uh, so I've, I've had a good time with that, and uh, I also like to hunt and fish, obviously, uh, do a lot of turkey and deer hunting, and uh, fish when I can. Yeah, and uh, I just got back uh, from a trip to Vermont. Um, I have a buddy that I went to school with that he he actually left Tennessee to go to Vermont to work in the their game and fish department, and we waterfowl hunt every year. Okay. So I just uh, got back from there, duck and goose hunting. So I travel. My, my wife and I like to travel, and. Uh, it's we've been kind of stymied lately with the pandemic, but uh, if things ever loosen up, you know we'll try to get back out there. Yeah, things are things are loosening up a little bit. But, yeah, I uh, hope so. Uh, for a lot of people, it's it's been a terrible two years. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you have any fun hunting fishing stories with Ed Carter? I know y'all get out when you can or are used to anyway when y'all work together. Uh, I don't have any that I can tell. <laughs> I, uh, I, I remember one time we went deer hunting, and it was back when uh, uh, the the Baker tree stand. The, I don't know if anybody out there listening, uh, the older uh, listeners and viewers would uh, remember that, that tree stand that we went hunting down in the Hatchie Refuge. And I remember being close enough to... We were hunting close enough together that I had successfully climbed my tree with my stand, but Ed was having trouble with his, and he would go up about two feet and then ratchet back down, oh. <laughs> and then go up about three and come back down, and he he never did attain the height that he was, and he finally just threw the thing on the ground and sat under his tree to, to deer hunt, <laughs> and just things like that. I, you know, we 
we've done a lot of hunting and fishing together, but uh, uh, trying to think of anything else. We've done some floating too. I know down the Harpeth, we've we've yeah, done some floating and fishing Fork. and Caney Fork too, and had a lot of fun doing that. I don't know what Ed's doing now. I don't know if he's getting out fishing or not, but uh, he's. I got a feeling he is. And yeah. uh, hey, I noticed Dave's got his Wild Side logo on his uh, yeah. vest here. That takes us back a little bit. Yeah, that that'll take us back to about two thousand when uh, I think Dave got a call from uh, from the folks at the Renaissance Center in in Dixon. Yeah, Doug Jackson. Doug Jackson uh, called and said, hey, we got this idea for a TV show. Why don't you come talk to us? So so yeah. we went down and, and talked with them. And, uh, uh, hey, for about 15 years, we, we had a TV show That's on right. public TV. Had a great run with that. Tennessee's and Wild Side. We wrote the theme song for it. That's right, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember that. And, uh, yeah, those were good times. Very good, and uh, and speaking of that, that kind of made me think about Bill Crenshaw and the, the episode we've got uh, uh, in in the can, so to speak, with yeah. uh, with Dave on on Wildside doing the. Uh, I guess it's a muzzleloader hunt, isn't it? Right, you, you, right. We Bill would come down, down, down at Dixon. And, yeah, so that was cool. Yeah, uh, actually got a deer too. I think. You you were a wild side guide, I guess they called them, and <laughs> and and hosted a few episodes. Don, you hosted episodes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, got to be featured in those shows, and uh, yeah, that was made my my TV debut debut there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a great way to get the information out at the time, and it still is. And and we've kind of adapted here at the agency, and now we're doing the Wildcast, and uh, we've got the Outdoor Journal, Tennessee Outdoor Journal. Yeah, episodes yeah. that we put out, and. Uh, you, you guys know. have really branched out since uh, my retirement. I tell you, the technology is just taking you to to new heights. Yeah, it's, it's really amazing. We mentioned it earlier, but you know things are all online these days, and you you buy your license online, you check your game in online. I know, uh, right from the field. It yep. just doesn't seem a lot right. different. <laughs> Not to be filling out some paperwork. I know. <laughs> uh, I remember the days of seeing. Uh, trays and trays and trays of kill tags coming oh, down yeah. the hallway on a cart you know yeah i mean you think about the number of deer that are that are taken harvested in in this state and you don't i don't know you know it's kind of a number and then you you see that those trays of tags and you think wow every one of those is an animal you know mm-hmm. that, that hunters have harvested so uh, but now yeah it makes it a heck of a lot easier to keep keep up with with all that's going on so yep. yeah well dave we well, thank you for being with us thank today. you for having me i've enjoyed it it's been nice talking with y'all it's been a fun flashback it uh, has been uh, yeah and like we've said it's uh it's amazing how far the agency's come and what what we've uh, how things have changed and just flashing back a little bit. It was fun to, fun to chat today. Yes, sir. Appreciate all the the years of service that you put in, Dave. And uh, 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 thank you. Making all these things that we're doing today possible. You know, we just Paved we appreciate you. Yeah, well, it sure. It didn't do. seem like a job at the time. It was it was a lot of fun. You know what? That part hasn't changed. Yeah. It still doesn't. <laughs> yep, yep. It's uh, it's great to. To do what we do, we love what we do. Uh, you know, serving the hunter and fisherman of Tennessee. Yes, uh, we got great biologists, we got great technicians, we got great educators. Yep. Uh, I'm probably leaving somebody out, but uh, land managers. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and a great commission. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Got some good commissioners. Yep, for sure. Well, um, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. 
uh, appreciate everybody tuning in. Uh, and uh, we'll see you on the other side of the calendar. I feel like 2022 is going to be special. Yep, <laughs> it sure will be. All right, we'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Stay connected with TWRA by visiting our website at tnwildlife.org and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hey, it's all about Tennessee wildlife. It's what we do. Tennessee Wildcast will be on the air again next week. We'll see you then.